Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages as we continue our conversation with the great and powerful Rick Garrett. Welcome to another award-winning, this is how confident I am, award-winning <laughs> podcast. It is award season. Of the, not award cleaver seat, award, I not said award. award. Same word you used. <laughs> Same word. Wow. Is it gas or what's, I what, think what's it is. the deal with you today? I don't know. He's gassy. He's, He's gassy. gassy. Oh, prickly heat. <laughs> See, I know Artie's on it when the spirit of Paul Lynn takes over. So it's, that is a very, very positive sign. Yes. But welcome to uh, Boomers with Beverages. It's good to have you along. Thanks for finding us on the multiple plat- uh, podcast platforms. We're yes. everywhere. Of course, all the main podcast and platforms. And thanks to all the viewers on our new YouTube channel, BWBTV. Yeah, we've been doing pretty good with that. We've I been, like that. I, it's been so much fun to get this stuff out there. We got cooking videos, we've got travel videos, we got pet got videos, pet videos, all kinds of stuff. That it's Tigger, been a lot of fun. All the people, Tigger, your dog Tigger is on yep. there reading Bible verses. He it's is such a he cool is, segment. It is. <laughs> I've never seen King a dog. King James version. <laughs> King okay. James. Yes. yes, the King James. So he's version. a Baptist dog. It's he's a, a Baptist <laughs> dog exactly. <laughs> As opposed yeah, to a badass dan- dog. He's, he's, yeah. he's not dancing. He's just reading the scripture. So, yes, he's a Baptist dog. He's slain in the spirit. It's what he is. He's licking with his tongues, not speaking with him. So, Pete, good to see you. Always good to be here. Thank you. Artie Widgery. Hi, how you welcome doing? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. We already know Dan Davis is here because, you know, Dan. I had just, to jump in. He's ready. I'm ready. He's ready. He's like yes. an Olympic diver. He's ready to jump in anytime. There I've been is. sampling beverages since seven o'clock this morning. Just I was going to say. That's what morning. a retired English teacher does. <laughs> Thank God we're here. <laughs> what do you do now? <laughs> I'm a, I just all about the I'm BS. A, yes. it's, it's research though, isn't it? That's right. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's taxed why restrict yourself? That's what. All right. We are uh, happy to uh, welcome back to this uh, this show uh, our special guest Rick Garrett, and we're going to bring Rick on now because Rick's going to talk about what his beverage is. But welcome back, Rick. Thank you so much. It's, I love uh, you on Facts of Life. Oh, I, <laughs> I remember. I remember when he shot this Billy the Kid. That's anyway. right. Oh, you haven't heard any of those, have you? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. So I am drinking. I drink exclusively non-alcoholic beers. Yes. And I am drinking from BrewDog their Faux Fox. Ooh, raspberry. Now, when you get really drunk with that or a, a beer, you, you got to be careful how you say that. That's right. That's right. That's right. We're going to have to edit the show if you have too many of those. I you did, can. There I is there is some alcohol in there, isn't there? Isn't there a small amount? So, in order to be classified as non-alcoholic, it has to be 0.05 or less. Okay. There are okay. some that are actually 0.0. Uh, Guinness, Guinness 0.0. Wow. I swear I cannot tell it from a real Guinness. It's really? amazing how they have done oh, wow. that. I'm going to have to check that out then. That's <clears throat> yeah. pretty cool. It is. Heineken has a 0.0 also. This is 0.5. Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. That's about the same amount of alcohol you would get from an orange or a banana. So mm. that's a wow. I, I, saw, I gotta try that banana beer. Mm, <laughs> that sounds good. I saw on uh, your resume that we, we I was looking at that you also mentioned non alcoholic spirits. That's right. That's Is right. Because I've not seen that. that what, so, like, what sort of spirits are non alcoholic and how do they taste? Right, they taste great, yeah. as a matter of fact. So, it's a really interesting process, not to get too technical. Oh, go but, ahead. Uh, <laughs> so all of these are brewed full strength and then they remove the alcohol. And that's why it is as expensive to purchase non-alcoholic beer as it is to purchase fully leaded because there's an extra process in the manufacturing. Okay. I, I don't understand that because when you ferment something, it, all, it that brings on the alcohol. Right. Mm-hmm. So why not just don't 
Don't well, don't distill it. Grape juice. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, how do you remove alcohol? Do you do you know so what that process are, is? I do. There are two. I actually belong to a group of uh, <laughs> industry professionals, non-alcoholic industry professionals. Uh, so there are two main ways they do it. They're kind of closely guarded season uh, secrets. One is not anymore. <laughs> one is <laughs> a specific process of evaporation mm-hmm. uh, because alcohol evaporates at a different temperature than other liquids. Okay. The other one is a reverse osmosis uh, ah. type process. Mm. Now they won't tell us exactly how they do that, but they will oh, be. I, I can, they, they, they take the osmosis, you see. And, and reverse it. This is so over my head. <laughs> no, wow. But you should be writing this down. What are you doing? But the I most efficient way, the always, the, the most efficient day. way to remove alcohol has always been just to drink it all. Just to drink, uh, just to drink the damn kidneys, thing. Kidneys, right? That's the well, most efficient way. That's what I thought you were going to tell me is that they make it, they put it in a trough and they have these special cows that drink it and when they pass it, they keep. They retain the alcohol. How do they pass it? <clears throat> Very carefully. Okay, there you go. But I'm glad you know it's reverse. Where osmosis. do you find? Because so, I, I, you know, <laughs> seen plenty of non-alcoholic beers. Where do you find non-alcoholic spirits? So the only place around here I have found them is Total Wine in okay. Nora, which is for those that are not local. It's the Lucas Oil of alcohol. It is. It is. It is an amazing <laughs> place. That's what I have heard. It's crazy. Uh, but they have but a whole, whole section dedicated to non-alcoholic spirits. So okay. I have to check that out. Whiskey, bourbon. No, no you won't. Uh, no, he's not. I just want you know. Dan's not interested. He just he's just wanting. To, he's playing along. No. <laughs> This man, is dedicated. This, man, this man is dedicated to his alcoholic <laughs> beverages. But, you know, for somebody who, say, is pregnant or is on a medication like that me. reacts badly to alcohol, this is a godsend. Yeah. They yeah, want to be here. Absolutely, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the market has just exploded in it's the got, last it's five years. It's gotten so much better, though. Yeah. Because remember yeah. when it first started, it was Mm-hmm. It was O'Doul's. That's oh, all it was. Yeah, um, that's not much to talk about. Well, yeah. It, yeah, th- there seems though. to be. You also hear a lot about what do they call them? Mocktails. Mocktails. Yeah. That it tastes like a cocktail, but there's no alcohol in it, which is nice because, you know, if if someone can't drink alcohol for whatever reason, and you're out with people, it just you feel like an outsider. You're not, but just to be able to be a part of it and not sit there with your club soda or whatever. Right. Artie, what do you got? Nice. What are you drinking? Uh, this is the uh, Stonehammer Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and uh, I'll have to tell you that it's got a little bite at the end, mm-hmm. only because it's uh, I, I, I can't describe it. It's it stays on your tongue, it stays in mm-hmm. the back of my tongue. The front mm-hmm. of my tongue is I can't taste anything, but it's all back here in the back. I yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I've been drinking bourbon since I was 15, and I've never had this <laughs> 15 sensation. Months or 15, 15 years old. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, that's what I got for Christmas that year from yeah. my dad. He gave me a bottle of the worst bourbon ever <laughs> from Canada, of course. Uh, Ten High Bourbon from mm-hmm. uh, of Seagram. Of course. What are you talking mm-hmm. about, of course? Uh, well, it's uh, their yeah. bourbons are not bourbons. Yeah. No. They're just not. Dan, what do you You got a nice big mug of something. I what have, is that? I, I am having a an old-fashioned made from Stirring's simple old-fashioned mixer. It's like pre-made with the cherry juice and orange juice, and I'm having that with some of that great $10 bourbon whiskey I got from Big Red Liquors called Chug's 2G's 2Z's, uh, which is made, this is actually a like 99% corn whiskey, so more than you wanted to know, but yes. that's what I'm drinking. But we appreciate that very much. <laughs> and Granny Clampett helped him make it. She did, that's right. It's Pete, a, what you drinking? I'm drinking the highly alcoholic, uh, <laughs> absolute vodka, a flavor like... Pepar. I think that's how they pronounce it. Pepar. What? Pepper. 
Oh, it's got a kick to it. It's, got pepper in it. pepper. it's something yes. you would put in totally if you were going to make a Bloody Mary and you didn't want to, you know, use all the other stuff. After, after the third shot. It's so you guys, pie. you guys have had these before, right? This isn't first time with these beverages. This is this is uh, all, or is it? This is my first time having the stone hammer. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually first the first time, time? Okay. drinking it from, from, as a shot. I've had it as part of a Bloody, Bloody Mary. First time for you, yeah. Dan? It, it it is. I know Rick. That's one of your faves. It is. You probably it had is. that before. I have a first time beer, so I'm going to drink it. It's it's a Sun King beer. Uh, made in conjunction with a flying cupcake. It's called Blonde Oatmeal Stout. Hmm. I'll give you a quick... I'm actually uh, interested in that. It says, The Flying Cupcake is a collaboration of Blonde Oatmeal Stout made with yellow cupcakes filled with mixed berry compote. I'm glad I didn't say compost. And iced with white chocolate icing. How do you make compost. beer out of cupcakes? I don't know, but I'm going to let you know. Smash them up. Right. Smash them up. If I spit Run your face... Do you have paramedics standing by? <laughs> I bet he's going to love it. It's exciting. Oh, my God. That is really good. Oh, that's because it's a pussy drink. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> At, we we had good. to get that in there at some point. Yeah. This is a <clears throat> yummy. Pussy drink. Yes, thank you. Since you're the man with the... <laughs> Can I, I try it? Yeah. You want, you want to pour I it? I want to try it. I, want, I like pour it. it. I'm just going to put my herpetic lips all over it. And... Yeah, mm. I can't drink it anymore. Oh my God! You can really taste the cupcake. I know it's like drinking an alcohol. All, right, all right, now you got me. Yeah. <laughs> Should we? Pete's got to try it. Everybody, everybody. I don't think it's bad. Give it some to the dog. Better than I anticipated. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's better than I thought. This was kind the of the aftertaste like is bugging the hell out of me. Is it? What was it? Yeah. That, was it? A, it was like. Caramel corn beer. We yeah, had. Oh, that's right. at the yeah, fair. Yeah, at the fair. Actually, Rick, Rick had it out there too. So yeah, what did you think of the? What did you think yeah. of the? the I, I did not have it. The, the caramel corn is one of my wife's what, favorites. Yeah, you haven't had it. Holly, no, Holly, no. You Holly liked it. Yeah, so what do you think, Dan? It. I'm with Pete. It is not nearly as bad as I expected. Yeah, not as bad. As, I'd still probably get it, but you definitely have to have this cold. Do you get that after taste though? If this gets warm, this is not good. Not good. All right, so that's our beverages. So let's do top of mind. All right, Pete. Shoot, what do you got? Uh, as you know, I get a little cranky about some of the laws in this country and mm-hmm. what was going on. So I've been researching the best places to live in the world. And uh, I was very surprised to find out that three of the top ten are in Canada. I was thinking of you when I saw this. So the three, the three out of the top cities in Canada that are rated uh, one of the top ten to live in is Toronto. Not surprising. Vancouver. Definitely not surprising. Calgary. Kind of surprised hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, very and the top and the top city would be Vienna, Austria. Well, very good, Dan. Top got- city to live in. I have um, roundabouts. Okay, learn to use a roundabout. We have thank so you. many thank of them. You. Thank you. People, you know, they stop. They yeah, speed up. They just it's they're here. They're not going to go away. No. Yeah. Learn to use them because they're easy. They're they actually really easy are, to and, use. And it's faster than four-way stops and stoplights. And stoplights, absolutely. Use the roundabout. 100%, 100% right. My uh, top of mind is uh, one I know it's not going to happen, but I'm going to say it anyway. Sugar should be a controlled substance. It's just as addictive as any drug, and it's killing us. Artie, yeah. what you got? Um, Denise and I were listening to Pandora music the other night, guys. We usually do. We're sitting there reading our papers or whatever, and we're listening, listening to um, Pandora. And on comes Montavani. Mm. Remember Montavani? Mm-hmm. They play they everything. Do. And I w- really wanted to end my life when I heard them play <laughs> Boogie Nights. Montivani playing Boogie, Boogie Nights. Nights. Boogie Nights. That is frightening. It was terrifying. We're, we both looked at each. We both dropped our papers, dropped our teeth, yeah. and looked at each other and go, "We're we're too old." 
<laughs> it's time to die. Our special guest, Rick Garrett, has one to share as we do our Top of Mind segment. Rick, what you got? I do. Today is Mickey Dolan's 78th birthday, the last surviving member of the Monkees. And I think it's an absolute travesty that the Monkees are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. I when I see some of the other people that are in there. Dan oh, yeah. Fogelberg's not in there. Yes. I'm on the uh, on Facebook. I'm on the induct Dan Fogelberg into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's it's insane. Right. Every but time I go. Rock I, and Roll. Who do you find objectionable? You got to be joking. That it's, it's in no, a rock and I, roll. I just, I, I'm a big fan of Dan Fogelberg. I just don't you, see his stuff as you don't rock know. And well, because you only know, you're only thinking of his ballads. You're not thinking of his music, his, uh, his other music that, that could he's be done. right. Yeah. I mean, Cindy Lauper, is she rock and roll? She's yeah. going in. Dolly Parton? Yeah. She tried to bow out. Yeah. 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 She did, which was appropriate. Yeah. yeah. I, I power to her. You know? So who do you find objectionable? I don't know that I find anybody objectionable. Or maybe not appropriate to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Maybe that's a better way to put it. You'd almost have to open up the list and look at it. Yes, yeah. I would. Yeah, I would. It's been going yeah. on for a while. <clears throat> Tone Loke? It's really not. It, they, it's, it's, it's such a broad term. It almost just should be the the Music Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They, yeah. You know, in order to keep it going, but it's they've rock had and to ex- roll. expand their, you know, the, their criteria. And right. It's not just rock and roll. So, yeah. yeah it's well, pro- it's rock and roll because Alan Freed, when he was a DJ in Cleveland, right. that's where he coined the phrase rock and roll. Right. That's why it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's there because of Billy to Joel. To quote Ian Hunter of it's the only the reason the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland Rocks. Well, that's the only reason it's in Cleveland is because Billy Joel. Because they voted. They had a committee that voted, and he was the last one to vote. It was between Cleveland and San Francisco. And he said, Oh, thank God it's in Cleveland. I know. Yeah. But they built that city on rock and roll. Uh huh. Yeah. Have you been? Has anybody been there? Oh, to many, San Francisco? many, many yeah. times. I have. Many, yeah. many times. That's great. Love it. It's a beautiful Wait a minute. Are you talking Cleveland or Frisco? Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were asking about San Francisco. I've, I've been to both, and they're all right. I meant to. I meant. <laughs> uh, Earth to Dan. Earth to Dan. We're trying Put to make the bottle down, down Dan. We're trying what, to make What, what time are you due back at the home? Uh, Nurse Ratchet's looking for you. Oh, my God, you've got a book. I do have a book. It's a little mini version of Un- we, you know, Uncle John's Bathroom Reader is one of my favorite books, and they made a little one called The Best of Briefs. And because yes. we have a musician extraordinaire here in Mr. Rick Garrett, and Rick, can you remind everybody where to find you, uh, website-wise, social media-wise? Because if people would like to see videos of you and Holly and, and the group, you know, because obviously if there's folks out there that would, would like to book them, or maybe you're involved in getting the talent for a festival, for a fair, you, you got to reach out to Rick because you, right. you won't regret it. So where can they reach you? you yeah, so just, just 10 seconds. Thank yes. you, Artie. <laughs> Take now your you have, time. Now you have five I was just seconds. The <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for playing our game. Go ahead. Now I know why we go a year between seeing each other. I'm just trying to figure that out already. <laughs> so just look up Rick's Rambles. It's the same across all the platforms uh, except YouTube. Go to YouTube. Look up Patchwork like a patchwork quilt. Mm-hmm. Patchwork string van. I've got probably 50, 60 music videos up there from festivals, songs I've written, different kinds of things. So. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Good. good I have good, a question good. real quick. Yes. Um, Holly plays yes. what I would call a violin. Does she prefer being known as a fiddle player? She does. That's what she I does. thought. That's what I thought. All right. And uh, do you know the difference between a violin and a fiddle? Uh, fiddle has four strings. <laughs> I have no idea. A fiddle has strings and a violin has strings. Strings? Strings. <laughs> yes. Carry a, carry a violin in a That's face, good. in a case, but a, a fiddle in a gunny sack. There you go. Okay. Now we got it. And Nero played the fiddle. He did. Not the violin. He did. He fiddled mm. with a fiddle. 
he had a kazoo originally that melted because it was big. That was the name of the little uh, alien on Flintstones, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, kazoo. that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna talk music trivia. So you guys ready for this? We'll do this. I lose. We do have a we do have a fun little feature we're gonna do in a few minutes where we've all picked the five items we would put in a time capsule. Mm. So oh, everybody's yeah. kind of come up with a list, and Rick has done the same. So we're gonna we're gonna ask him for those as well. But I thought this would be fun because one of these questions in particular, Rick's gonna love because uh, it's gonna have some meaning for him. But these are firsts in music. What was the first pop album with printed lyrics? The first pop album with printed lyrics. Incredibly mm. famous is uh, the hint. I'm gonna. Very famous album. The Archie's Sugar Pro- Sugar. Very famous. Ignore him, please. Very famous <laughs> album. Archie's. Would it be the that was a good guess. Fame. Josie and the Pussycat? <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. You don't know? You want to guess? Is it the White Album? But You have the right band. Oh. Ooh. Abbey Road. Nope. One more guess. Come on, guys. Think about the, the album that they always talk about being their most influential, their most groundbreaking. Okay. Stop. Robert, Robert stop. Soul? Stop. What do you mean by White Album? What does that mean? It's called The White it's, Album yeah, by the Beatles. Beatles. The White Album by who? The Beatles. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's, that's we, what I mean we, by we, The White we, Album. We have to move on because he's, he's not a Beatles Pepper. guy. He's not a Sergeant Beatles Pepper. guy. But he is an Archie's guy. So if you have Archie's trivia, you can write Artie at BWB at boomersofbeverages.com. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> and if you have photos that you've taken with the Archie's in person. Ron yeah, Dante. I have, I have one with me and Veronica. <laughs> Ooh, man. She was something, right? She was slippery. Uh, Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. Sergeant Pepper. Was the very wow. first. Uh, foreign language number one pop song. Sukiyaki by... Uh, or Kaio Taste, of, Taste of Honey. Yeah, yeah. Taste of Honey. Uh, oh, no. Volare. Oh. Interesting. By Italian singer Domenico. I don't know how you would pronounce it. M-O-D-U-G-N-O. Madugo. Would it be Maduno? Maduno. Is that what it's Maduno. Because you wouldn't say the G. No. So was that the first number one? First foreign language number one pop song. Maduno. First double album. This is kind of cool. Oh, gosh. Uh, This earlier. Musically, not the first rock double album, the first music double album. I would imagine it would be the New York Philharmonic. It's close. Uh, The London Philharmonic. Uh, Think of famous uh, instrumentalists. In the 40s and 50s. Acker, Glenn Bill. Miller? Glenn Miller? Close. But you're in the right ballpark. Tommy, uh, Her, um, so close. Herbie Hancock? Oh, uh, Glenn Miller? No, one, you just Dorsey. said Glenn Tommy Miller. Dorsey. Tommy, Tommy Dorsey, yeah, that's who you're, I was You're thinking. close. Benny Goodman's live at yeah. Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Okay. First rock double was Blonde on Blonde, Bob Dylan. Hmm. American pop band to tour the Soviet Union. First American pop band uh, to tour the Soviet Union. Beach Boys. And that was the Archies. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought I would be right. Archie's in the no. Soviet Union. <laughs> These are hard. Did you say it was Bob Dylan? Khrushchev and the Archie. Who said Bob Dylan? Nobody. No, no. I did with the double album rock. Now, okay, this is got the it. first Bob band to tour the Soviet Union. Yes. And Mr. Garrett, you should be ashamed of yourself for not knowing this. It's but not Chicago. No, it's the first pop band. First American pop band to tour the Soviet Union was the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band in 1977. I had no idea. I, yeah. Well, I now you do. Yeah. Wow. And the reason I say that is because you yes. have uh, played with their Open Four. Open Four. Open yeah. Four. And, wow. Well, and so they would bring everybody out, like at the end of the shows, we'd all mm. jam together. First mm. musical guest on Saturday Night Live was, and the only reason he uh, was is he beat- Bruce Springsteen. The, he beat the other guest by 20 minutes but with his performance. Oop, was I it Springsteen? Him. No. He was long considered the fifth Beatle, like Rick's the fifth boomer. Mm. Billy Preston. There you go. Billy Preston was the man. Let me just see if there's another one on here for fun, and then we're going to move on to 
First band to rock Antarctica was Nunatuck, a band made up of resident British researchers. That had, <laughs> that's hilarious. I can't believe that made the book. That had to be bad. Oh, that's so, hilarious. Uh, so do they play cool jazz? I don't know, but is that that funny? <laughs> All right, one last one, just because this is a oh, thank God. kind of modern. This is exhausting. Kind of cool. The first album released on CD. Um, oh, I think I know this. I know you do. I think it's not. It's not Fifty Second Street, is it? By Billy? No, Joel? but it, it wasn't too far after Fifty Second Street came out. But this was. Uh, they just had a resurgence. They just got nominated for a Grammy again, and there they just had an arena built for them exclusively in London for their Avatar show that they do, which is all of their all of them in like you know computerized right. on stage, and it's about ready to go on tour globally because it's been so huge. Abba, yep. Okay. The Visitors was the very first wow. CD ever made. Hmm. So that kind That's of That's right. I knew that. I knew you would. Sure you would. Sure. Well, sure. Now, after we've already said yeah. the answer, yeah. yeah. Whatever, Archie fan. I'm sitting here thinking, looking at you on a Saturday morning watching the Archies in your jammies. That you can't and, get and that out the of Banana Splits. Yeah. The, oh, banana so Splits good. and the Monkeys. Oh, yeah. yeah. I watched all that. Banana Splits. And Johnny Quest. I love that was my favorite. I love Johnny Quest. That was my thing. Yeah. Then the superheroes. There was a great superheroes cartoon on with all of them on it. Like yeah, it was in the seventies. Super Friends. Really, Super Friends. Yeah. Super Friends. They were all on there. Yeah, it's pretty. Aquaman. And then there was Kukla Fran and Ollie. Yeah, it was and great. then there was Sherry Lewis and Jan- Lamb Chop. That's right. Yeah. HR Puff and stuff. HR Puff and stuff. I, yeah. You know, Sid and Marty Croft ruined Saturday Morning Television, in my opinion, with all that. You know, Why? HR the Puff costumes. and stuff. You didn't the, like it? Well, just the, we stopped getting cartoons and getting yeah. these weird costumes, right. live action things. things. And, yeah, costumes. But nothing, what, nothing ruined it more than Land of the Lost. That was the worst. Oh, <laughs> yeah, was it Sig- Sigmund the Sea Monster and all of those? That, yeah, I like the Thunderbirds too. Oh, I Thunderbirds, love the Thunderbirds were great. Yeah, well, that the was, marionette. Yeah, the marionette stuff is hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those. When did yeah. when did Saturday morning cartoons and all that stuff was it late mid sixties, late sixties, or was it earlier than? Oh no, no, no. Started when 50s? it started or ended? Yeah. When it, no, I remember no, when I, it ended. Well, no, I yeah. mean I'm talking about like when it became kind of the thing because I know it, it ended. Well, I don't Looney even know if there's any. A lot of, a lot of, I, I don't even know if there's any on now on Saturday morning. Yeah. Oh, you you won't on network on your networks. You won't find any cartoons. No, you won't. I know. Sad. Well, I gotta say this. You mentioned Johnny Quest, mm-hmm. which was my favorite. I mm-hmm. love Johnny Quest. Remember Space Ghost? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a great. Have you ever well, seen he's become an, uh, an space, idol. Of yeah, some Space sort. Ghost, Coast to Coast. Yeah. Yes, yes. That was yes. hilarious. So funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. I can't even remember where I watched it. Yeah. Where was it? Was it MTV or is it? What, uh, was, what was it on? It might have been. I, I don't. I think it was I, MTV. I, it was hilarious. It I, I thought it was well, a riot. There's another one, Harvey Birdman, where it's like Hawkman as a lawyer. Mm. Oh. And it's—I <laughs> don't remember that. Harvey Birdman, and so it's in, just, yeah, all in, these weird. In Michigan, growing up, they used to obviously have the whole litany of shows, and Channel Fifty was the big cartoon network for the Detroit area, as far as showing mm-hmm. all. And, and at after school, when you get home from school, you could throw on, and you'd have Adam's Family, you'd have uh, the Monsters. What what else uh, besides Adam's Family Monsters? The Flying uh, Nun, Three Stooges, Three Stooges, always, always, and without always. fail. Thank God, you know, and you, know, you could look finding them anywhere, but. Um, you knew the Saturday morning cartoons were over because they'd play Soul Train. They'd go right yeah, into Soul Train right. at like 11 or 12. So I'd be sitting there watching you know, Soul Don Train. Don Cornelius, yeah. right? Yeah. Don yeah. Cornelius. Oh, classic, man. Soul Train, everybody. He, he <laughs> was Don Cornelius and Barry White should have narrated lots of stuff together. Yeah. That, would have yeah. been, that would have been good stuff. So the task, Rick Garrett, who was our special guest here on Boomers with Beverages this week for our other Boomers, Dan, Pete, Artie, was mm-hmm. to uh, write down the five things if we were to do a time capsule, what would you put in 
the time capsule. So we we're going to go and that's my dog. Tigger just said he would put in a rawhide bone. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and some some very uh, adult rated video with Lassie in it. So Tigger has chimed in. Uh, Dan, why don't you throw out some stuff? What do you got in your time capsule? I would put in the time capsule a VHS cassette because they will have no idea what to do with it when they open the time capsule. Good, good and point. I just, yeah, I just want to mess with minds in the future. Good point. Pete? That was actually one of mine. Okay. A, v- a VHS tape of, of me performing live stand-up along with on top, tape to the top of that would be my promo headshot. No narcissism there. <laughs> well, you get to put in a historic time capsule. Me! <laughs> yeah. I may be historic. I, I get it. I like that because I didn't put it on my list, but originally I thought of like jokes I've written. Mm-hmm. Just because they are dated, a lot of them, and yeah. dealing with the topics of the time. So I thought that would be a good thing. You know, because yeah. they'd look at it like Quest for Fire. They'd be yeah. like, Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling by the time, you know, there are 100 years roll around, that's how we're going to be communicating anyway. Yeah. You know, since we don't talk to each other anymore. Artie, what do you got? Do you remember the uh, Orville episode? From the first season, excuse me, the second season, where they had this girl that put a phone, her her iPhone, in the, yes. in the time yep. capsule, and then Gordon made it, gave it to the computer, and said, "Extrapolate for me out of everything mm-hmm. that in this phone, her life, yep. uh, animate this for." Us. So he was able to live her life, fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. I would I love for that. something like that. Something Do like that's yeah. going to happen because what I want to put in is a flash drive, of, you know, like family pictures and videos, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, my career, what my career did. I want a piece of nicotine gum, <laughs> a piece of nicotine gum, uh, my first BlackBerry phone. Remember oh, the Blackberries? Wow. Sure. I want to put my BlackBerry phone yeah. in there. Uh, my Eric, ba- Eric Carmen sang with the Blackberries, did he? No, oh, this is a phone. That was the raspberries. <clears throat> and I also want to put in my baked bean recipe, which I will be doing on. I will have that on um, Boomers on in YouTube. the Kitchen. Boomers right. in the Kitchen. So in other words, in another 50 years, you want to guarantee flatulence continues. Exactly. Thank well, Thank actually, the flat, flatulence aren't that bad. You don't mind having them because they smell the same as they taste. So let's move on. The last thing. It's not a recommendation. The last thing I would put in my time capsule would be a bottle of the Woodford, Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Uh, and that's... It's it's got to be in there. I'm, and can you imagine how old it would be? How delicious go. it would be? Since you did all yours, I'll do all mine. Then we're going to have our guest, Rick Garrett's going to chime in. I know Pete already st- or Pete and uh, yeah, we Dan still ours. have some stuff. I would put a family photo album. But, but going back to the earliest photos of my family, which would be the earliest ones I have are my uh, grandparents in the Ukraine in the early 1900s. So it would cover about 120, 130 years. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah. So I think as a as a... You know, little pieces of history through the generations. It would be kind of a cool thing to have. Um, I'd have my mom's. This is one of the few things I have of my mom. I have my mom's prayer book, which she and her family, when she and her family came to Canada uh, from the Ukraine in 1933, they were leaving the Ukraine because the Ukrainians were being slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, this is yeah. such old news, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To escape the uh, the Bolsheviks, the Bolshevik mm-hmm. Revolution, there, there was like 10 million Ukrainians that were murdered. Wow. You never hear about that in history class. No, you don't. You don't. There's a lot of stuff you don't hear about in history class, unfortunately. I'd have the book Legend, The Life of Babe Ruth by Robert Creamer Mm. uh, from a personal standpoint. Because I remember as a kid when going to a bookstore, this is one of the few books I remember my dad literally taking me to the bookstore to buy because it was one of the most talked about and to this day is still considered the definitive biography of Babe Ruth by Robert Creamer. Hmm. And I just bought an, an edition of it, a special gold bossed edition of it because of how much it means to me, because it's a great memory of my dad to be on my bookshelf at home 
with uh, a few other biographies that I have, but it's a, it, it's, it is a great read. If you're a, a fan of baseball and, and Babe Ruth, who will long be considered the greatest ball player ever. And really the first, uh, what would you say, media darling between sports and everything? Yeah. They're all over him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would also put a rosary made by my brother, Andrew. Um, people that know me know this. I think you guys may, but you know, mm-hmm. God blessed me with a second family in my life. Uh, and in the last few years that Andy was alive, he made rosaries for people who would request them. They'd write, I didn't know that they'd write him letters, and I have one of the ones he made, and that's, uh, oh, that's pretty special. That's nice. And a, a complete 180 from that, I would also include a magic eight ball. <laughs> I would hope they'd know what to do with it. <laughs> what is this? It's all—it's telling me maybe I don't know, and I don't know what that means. Why won't it tell me now? What's wrong with me? All right, Rick Garrett, come on. I know you got a pretty cool list. I got a—I think so. So the first thing I would put in is something that has very special memories for me: a Super Bowl. Who remembers oh, the Super yes, Bowl? Yes. It bounced forever. Bounce oh my gosh! It wouldn't yeah. stop. Love playing baseball with those. That's why they never oh. lasted. You know. <laughs> wow. That's, sorry, it's a Mr. McGregor's farm. <laughs> <laughs> a Super Bowl. Number two on my list would be a rotary telephone. Mm-hmm. I mean, even kids today have no idea no. what yeah. what a rotary telephone is. I think number three on my list would be. The CTA double album, the debut album from Chicago, because that was a groundbreaking, groundbreaking album. Now, did they get sued to change the name from Chicago Transit Authority? They couldn't call them that? That would happen? They switched just to Chicago. Interesting. And um, that's a great, great, great album. Um, Started kind of the whole horn band craze of the Mm -hmm. late 60s and early 70s. Blood, Sweat, and Tears and all those groups. Eyes of Mark. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Cool and yeah. the Gang. There was a lot yeah. that were phenomenal. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, I uh, think number Power f- of Power. That was another Tower one. of Power. Yeah. That's right. Yep, that's another one. Uh, number four would be a radio flyer wagon. Oh, Remember yes. those, the red yep. wagons? Mm-hmm. How much fun did we have with those as kids? Just oh, yeah. putting stuff in our wagon and pulling it around, around the neighborhood. Yep. yep. Or taking a rope and tying it to the back of our bike. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a, like a relative that drove? Hook it up to their car and pull you? No, no. That's great. No. <laughs> we did when I lived in West Lafayette. We get arrested that. for that now. We you know, yeah, we yeah. did it on a riding lawnmower. <laughs> we had a riding lawnmower. We put our wagon on the back of it. See, now yeah. I grew up in the Evil Knievel era. So we oh did, yeah, we did <laughs> ramp jumping all the time. Right, we were right, idiots. right. Oh hell yeah, we were idiots. But you know, the, the last well, ramp jumping is is necessary. It's a necessity. It's a, it's a rite of passage. Sure. Too. Yes. The last thing I would put. A transistor radio. Remember those square mm-hmm. kind of shirt pocket transistor mm-hmm. radio? Yeah. Do we have time for a quick story? No, absolutely. Please. For you, we do. So I am a huge baseball fan. Oh, I know. I oh. love baseball. Absolutely love baseball. One of my earliest memories was laying in my bed in Muncie, Indiana, and listening to a Cincinnati Reds game on WLW. And in my mm-hmm. five-year-old mind, I thought Cincinnati was a million miles away. Mm-hmm. You know, for some, I just thought it was so far away. I thought it was just magic that I could sit there and listen to the Reds from that far away. Mm-hmm. So I became an instant Reds fan, have followed them my entire life. Grew up in church. When the Reds were in the series, <clears throat> I had, we had a group in a really conservative Baptist home, so we had church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, yeah. Thursday night, you know. Sunday night church, the Reds were playing a game, so I stuck a transistor radio <laughs> in my pants pocket we had the one-piece earphones. Remember those? Yep, yep. I ran it up my shirt, out my sleeve, and sat in the pew with my hand like <laughs> oh, this so I could great. hear the game. 
Now, do you guys know what an altar call is? Mm-hmm. So church is getting over, <laughs> and they say it's time for the altar call. Will everybody but, but please they, rise? They make you come up, or they ask you to come up? They ask you to rise, and I'm people a ca- want to I'm come up. I'm a Catholic yeah. kid, so you didn't get near the altar. Yeah, people want to come up. So I stood up, and when I did, the earphone jack pulled oh, out of oh, the... No. And the church was silent, just as Marty Brenneman said, and this one belongs to the Reds. Oh, it is classic. Great, great story. I love it, man. Good one. Yeah. See, you, you, we were fortunate with that growing up with... with Baseball, I don't think it has the same uh, cachet or the same veneration that it used to, but baseball announcers used to be highly thought of. Well, oh, my God. Because they, they had to really transmit uh, you know, orally the game. I mean, they had mm-hmm. to create a picture. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's, absolutely. that's almost a lost that's art well, anymore. Well, it, it absolutely is because I grew up with one of the greatest in Ernie Harwell yeah. with the Detroit Tigers because I always say he didn't, he didn't do play-by-play. Play, he told a story right. yeah. every game. And that's just not done anymore. Yeah, no. It's just not, well, not that they're not talented. You have to be to do a ball game. It's a different, but Brenneman, all the classics, yeah. whether it's Mel Allen, Joe Buck, Harry Carey. I mean, in the Midwest in general, we were yeah. fortunate to have some of the greatest baseball Absolutely. announcers ever from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. There's a great story. I don't know if there's a recording of it anywhere, but Vin Scully once, uh, I think it was the voice of the Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a rain out and... So during the rain delay, he called the game. <laughs> the The cameras were pointed to where the cameras would typically be pointed, but he like called an inning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and the director would listen to what he was saying and change the camera angles to match what Vin Scully was describing. And so he just like made up a whole inning of baseball. Yeah, that's impressive. Is, that, he, is he, that alive anywhere, that, that video that, I, of that? I don't know. I heard him. I, one of my first jobs in radio was running the board for the Larry King Show, and he was uh-huh. a guest on the Larry King Show, and he told that story. And mm. I, yeah, I have no idea if they recorded that, if that exists wow. anywhere, but it just, yeah, that takes some time. He probably was inspired because you have to remember in the 30s and 40s, games were called with a ticker, with the ticker machine. Yeah, yeah. They, right. they yeah, weren't yeah, even, yeah. they weren't there. That's true. They were in another location, and they had to fill in the blanks as they were getting this little strip of paper handed them, handed mm-hmm. them telling them, uh, Hank Greenberg just hit a double. You know, But they had to translate. They couldn't just read the ticker. Yeah. They had to translate it through their brain. As if they were watching it. Into mm-hmm. the play-by-play. Yeah. Right. So you want to uh, yeah. talk about, I mean, Scully and, and all these guys. Yeah. What a, Joe Buck. What a gift. What a skill. That's yeah. just incredible. That. And are they still talking about it to this day? Oh, they are. There's that Garrett kid. (laughs) (laughs) That troublemaker. I can't imagine they got too mad at you. Oh, they did. Oh, did they? Oh, my gosh, yes. You're sitting there going to hell. I have some experience with Baptists, and I am quite certain they got very, (laughs) very angry. Okay, where's the little sinner? Where is he? That's not just a bad bitch. It belongs to Satan. It belongs. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Thank you for the tag. I appreciate that. Right, you're welcome. That belongs to you Satan. in good health. <laughs> okay, I hate to take a break from what we've been talking about, but Dan, again, and if you've gone on to BWB TV, you've yep. seen Artie and Dan's recipes. Pete, I know you're. we've got stuff. By the time this airs, I think we're going to have yeah. some of your yeah. amazing we, we stuff. we got meatballs in the pipeline. Meat, we got meatballs. Doesn't and, sound very good. And, 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 and spaghetti sauce. Hey, I was, <laughs> <laughs> meatballs in the pipeline. I might, have, I might have wanted to write that down before I say it. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you should look at it before you say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good there, I'm Dan. Sorry, go ahead. That's Pete. pretty good. So, yeah, I was I was recording today. Uh, we did two videos this morning. Cool. 
Excellent. So, Dan, Excellent. what? tell me about your cookies that you've made this time around. These so are three-ingredient peanut butter cookies. They're amazing. And it's just that it's peanut butter, cup of peanut butter, cup of sugar, one egg. See, this is my kind of recipe. And that's okay. it. That's. But you could screw st- it up, I I'm sure. I still bet oh. you won't make them. <laughs> well, he <laughs> will not make them. Because you want to know why? Because he'll make them. Kroger does. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Kroger does a better need, job. That's I don't need right. that kind of pressure. All right, we're good. we're kind of running into the the, the the end here. So Dan, finish up your. Uh, oh I, your well, stuff. I got actually I, I can't. The only two more I have that aren't that they can't be what anybody else said. I would put in an automatic analog watch. That is a self winding analog watch. You're talking about into the time capsule. Uh, yeah, into the time capsule because they will have never seen them because we're just like know, an old Timex Apple watches. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just some not necessarily you know not an expensive one. Just right. a good old. A Hamilton is like your classic American watch. So I would put a Hamilton analog automatic watch in there. And what was the other thing I was thinking of? I don't remember. So you didn't write mind. it down. I didn't write it, it down. It was a memory pill. That was, with, was remember, it? remember things. I can't. Yeah, I want that, a Dones pill. Uh, we'll give you a chance. Pete's got a couple others, so maybe you'll think of it. Pete, what do you got? I'd put in some old Topps baseball cards that I had. Oh, oh very nice. Yeah. They, the, the, when they came with the really bad gum. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the crunchy gum. The crunchy. I would put in. Oh, that the uh, word? You chewed it though, didn't you? Oh try? yeah, it was. It was delicious. That's how we knew it was crunchy. It's even yeah. better with bourbon. I always felt bad. bourbon softens it up. I always felt bad for the guy whose card was under that stuck to the gum because his card was forever <laughs> ruined. You know, I got Mickey Mantle, but it, it stuck to I my know. gum. It's like, God forbid, it's a high-value card, sure. you know? It's like you're hoping it's nobody. All right. And then I'd put in uh, a Jimmy Connors T2000 metal tennis racket, because people would look at that and go, looks like a weapon. It really <laughs> does. Uh, I would also put in the original Macintosh computer. I actually had one. Oh it was a really cool computer. It was well-made mm-hmm. and very revolutionary for the time. And then lastly, I would put in every single currently banned book. Just yes. to make sure they get preserved. That yeah, was the other one call. I was trying to think of. I, I like would put it. in either R.L. Stein or Roald Dahl or one of those guys, their original oh, writing. Sure. Yeah, right. Because by then, Ridiculous. you know. Who knows? They, they might not exist We'll, we'll be in a police they, state in 30 years anyway. Yeah, easily. Well, yeah. Ah. I know. We'll, we'll be in a state, but it won't be a police state. <laughs> we'll be lying in state. We'll be lying in state. <laughs> we'll be in a state of catatonia. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be talking about, yes, we've banned those boomer podcasts. <laughs> Have you heard what they say? <laughs> Well, now, did, everything that goes up on YouTube, I think, stays there, doesn't it? It does. For eternity. It's supposed to. Well. But that's. Whatever eternity is. You, you have to remember, yeah. that doesn't put One anything past EMP these people that, that believe they they have the right to edit anything and everything they say. I know. It's annoying. It's irritating. But you know what's not annoying and irritating? This guest we've had for the last couple of podcasts, Rick Garrett's been amazing. I appreciate right. this so much. This has been so much fun. You, you, you really serious? have. <laughs> you're, you're serious, right? I am absolutely serious. Uh, I know. It's, right. yeah. it's more fun with more people. We, yeah. we, we set the table up, positioned the chair so he can't leave. That's why he's been here for two hours. <laughs> We're going to have you back. Is that okay? That would can, be awesome. I would time love to, to do that. To come back? I'd love to do that. Because I know Artie would love to have you back. Can we go on your show? Absolutely. Okay. All of us? How, how um, big's your house? How big's your house? <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of snacks do you I have? Carry, <laughs> I carry an entourage with me. See that guy over there? He's got a gun. <laughs> wow. 
Janie's got a gun. Is uh, is Holly on the podcast with you? Or she is still? not. Okay, she is not. She's recorded a couple of musical segments for me. So nice, like nice. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Segways. Come up with something that where we could all like sing harmony with you, and we'll do that. Row, row, row your boat. We'll be the Beach Boomers. You, yes. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I like had it. A notion. <laughs> Rick will be like, oh my God. You still like it, Rick? Help us. Oh, I do. I do. I do. do. Well, thanks again, Rick. Really appreciate it. Again, your uh, website and where they can catch. Just look up Rick's Rambles across the board. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Rick's, plural, Rambles. Rick's 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 Rambles. You do that? Every day? I know uh, I guess I'm on Facebook every day. Every weekday. Yeah. Every oh, weekday yeah. you every do weekday. the podcast. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so the podcast I do every Monday. I oh, do, okay. Yeah. All right. So I do my little video segments every day, every weekday. Yeah. yeah. Even when he had his gallbladder out and he was out, Holly just recorded him laying there out. I did. Well, and that was his that, podcast. That, that scene of him holding <laughs> is really moving. Rick is not rambling I mean, yes. podcast is on today. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, be, he'll be rambling soon. So. <laughs> well, we appreciate you. And as always, uh, thanks to uh, Taylor Scott, Art Baker. You guys do a fantastic job. Indeed. Pete Molina, thanks for sharing your five things in the time capsule yeah. with the, the ball card stuff man that's i love that mm-hmm. that's such a cool part of growing up i wish more kids were still into that i, I think they are to some extent but adults have kind of screwed that up too yeah. oh yeah yeah it's a shame already thank you for sharing thank you appreciate you and your thank uh, you I think you finished a whole entire bottle. No, you? I did not. I haven't okay. even finished my one sippy drink. You are a fibber. I have a sippy cup. Dan Davis, thank you. Thanks for thanks for, for having me. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Should we do it again? I think we're going to do it again. It's better for that. Thanks for allowing him in his own living room. Yeah. It's been fun having you, Dan. Thank you. It's fun, been fun being had. Appreciate that. Uh, coming up on our next podcast, a little bit of a tease. We're going to go to the dogs. How's that sound? I like that. Yeah. Does that, tell you, does that tell you anything? Maybe kind of, sort of. Uh, boomerswithbeverages.com is our website. Drop us an email, bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. Anything negative you want to say, just send it to Artie. Uh, until we talk uh, next time, we, <laughs> we appreciate you listening. And when we return, we will still be the Boomers with Beverages. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer Art Baker, post-production technician Dan Davis, showrunner and distributor Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com.